Undoubtedly, in Parshas Ve'era, most of our attention is immediately drawn to the incredible makos that are unleashed against Egypt. However, if you look towards the earlier half of the Parsha, there is a very peculiar pasuk, which I'll admit at first glance does seem kind of bland and innocent, but if you give it a second look, you'll notice just how awkward it is, and perhaps maybe this pasuk deserves our attention as well. The pasuk can be found in Shemos 6.13. How about that? Vav Yud Gimel. Pasuk reads, V'yadaber Hashem Moshe Aron, and Hashem commands to Moshe and to Aron, V'yitzavim el B'nei Yisrael, and he commands to the B'nei Yisrael, V'yel Parom Elch Mitzrayim, and to Par, the king of Egypt, Lo'otzias B'nei Yisrael Meretz Mitzrayim, to send forth the B'nei Yisrael from Egypt. Now, I'm not sure if you caught what was awkward about that, so I'll just repeat a little bit of that. And Hashem spoke to Moshe and to Aaron, and he commanded them to the B'nei Yisrael and to Paro, the king of Egypt, to send forth the B'nei Yisrael from the land of Egypt. So I understand the piece about commanding Paro to send forth the B'nei Yisrael from Egypt, but what was with those extra words, V'el B'nei Yisrael, V'etzavim el B'nei Yisrael, and he commanded to the B'nei Yisrael, V'el Paro and to Paro. It sounds like we're commanding the B'nei Yisrael and Paro to send forth the B'nei Israel from Egypt. Now, is that really what it's saying? That in addition to commanding Paro, he's commanding the B'nei Israel to let the B'nei Israel go forth from Egypt? What exactly does that mean? So Rashi gives a very simple explanation that the word El in this context doesn't mean to, it's not to the B'nei Israel, but it's regarding the B'nei Israel. V'yitzavim el B'nei Israel, and he's commanding them regarding the B'nei Israel, v'yel Paro, and to Paro, that he should let forth the B'nei Israel from Egypt. In other words, the nature of this command is going to regard the B'nei Israel. And there are many other instances in the Torah where you find such a read that the word El, which normally means to, it can mean regarding, command about the B'nei Israel. However, this read still is very awkward, and that doesn't really change the strange flow. After all, the same Pasuk is going to say, that Paro was supposed to send forth the B'nei Israel from Egypt. So what exactly is this Pasuk telling us? Why does it sound like Hashem is commanding also the B'nei Israel to send forth the B'nei Israel? And for this, we turn to the Yerushalmi, which is found in Rosh Hashanah, Paragim HaHalachahe, and it's cited in Rav Chaim Shemulevitz's Sichos Musser in the piece titled, Yesh Kona Olamo B'Shal Achas. And Yerushalmi reads as follows, Amr B'Shemul, Rabbi Yitzchak, Amatzivum, regarding what, in fact, were the B'nei Israel commanded at that moment? Al-Parshas Shilu Achavadim, regarding the chapter, the passage of sending forth of your slaves. Why does it sound like the B'nei Israel are being commanded to send forth the B'nei Israel? Because that's in fact what's happening right here. Explains the Gemara. It was at this moment, just while they were slaves but getting ready to taste the taste of freedom, to be sent forth and to no longer be slaves, it was at that moment that they were commanded to eventually free their own slaves. And this is supported by the Pasuk in Yirmiyahu, Lamedalid, Yudgimel Yudalid. Hashem will say that I forged a covenant with your forefathers on the day that I began to take them out of the Mitzrayim, in the house of bondage. And what did I tell them at that time? At the end of seven years, a person should send forth his brother who is a Hebrew slave. 
In other words, at that moment, they were commanded regarding sending forth the slaves. We're going to learn three incredible lessons, each which could stand by itself from this particular Pasuk. We start off with what Rav Chaim Shemulavitz says. Rav Chaim Shemulavitz explains why was it so significant, why was it at this particular moment that Hashem commanded Moshe and Aaron to command the Bnei Yisrael, to send forth the Bnei Yisrael, that he commanded them at that moment that they will eventually send forth their Hebrew slaves? Because when you have a Hebrew slave, when you own someone who's working for you, it's very hard to send them forth. It's very hard to let go of them. But it was at this moment when they were experiencing slavery themselves, when they appreciated what it meant to be a slave, and when they were inspired by the notion of freedom, it was at that moment that Hashem wanted them to seize the inspiration, appreciate what it feels like, and eventually when the time comes for them to send out their slaves, because they will have committed at this time to send forth their slaves, they'll be able to do it with strength and enthusiasm. They will be able to do it because they will have seized the moment. Explains Rav Chaim Shmulevitz, in our nature sometimes we feel it and sometimes we don't feel it. And the idea is that at the moment of inspiration, you have to recognize that you're not going to feel later the same way that you feel now. You have to make a commitment right now. And thus, it was at that moment they were commanded, eventually you're going to have to send forth your slaves. At that moment, when they most appreciated the difference between slavery and freedom, that's when they had to hear it. Lesson number one. Lesson number two. Consider not just the significance of the moment, of the appreciation that the B'nai Israel had of what it means to be a slave versus what it means to be free. Yes, they should seize the moment and not lose sight of the inspiration that they have right now. But look at how the Torah is using this moment for the Bnei Israel to use their personal experience to relate to other people. Yes, there's certainly a lesson here in how to act when you're inspired, but beyond that, how to think about other people. We know that there's a a klau gada batorah to love our friend as we love ourselves. Right now, at this moment, they're being commanded they will have to send forth their brothers who will be slaves. And the Torah wants us to relate to that in light of our own experience, to be able to empathize, to be able to say, oh my gosh, I know what it's like to be a slave, and that's really hard. And because of that, we should be able to see the experience of our brother, to be able to say, you know what? I don't want that happening to me. I didn't like when it happened to me. And to just simply think about how others feel. Think how we would feel if we were in the same situation. It seems like a very juvenile and elementary lesson, but it's a lesson that's no less applicable to us every single day of our lives and how important it is. That's lesson number two. Lesson number three. El B'nai Israel, and he commanded to the B'nai Israel to send forth the B'nai Israel from Egypt. Why, in fact, do they need to be commanded this? And why, in fact, was this the time to command them regarding the sending forth of slaves? Because, at the end of the day, we need to be commanded. We need to be commanded to send ourselves out. It's not just a command about how we should treat our slaves, but it's a command about how we should treat ourselves 
We know that in the Makkah of Choshech, in next week's Parsha, Parsha's bow, Chazal tell us that four-fifths of the Jews died simply because they did not want to go forth. They did not want to leave their gullus. They had a slave mentality. And very often, a slave also wants to stay in his servitude. In fact, in Parshas Mishpatim, this is one of the possibilities, one of the suggestions that arises in the Chumash, that there's a slave who might say, Ahavti Asadoni, and I'm going to stick to my servitude. I'm going to stay in the house of bondage. And that, we don't realize, is not what our true destiny is. Right then and there, we're commanded that we have to leave Egypt, and any other scenario in the future where there's going to be a Hebrew slave, in that scenario as well, we have to send them forth. And if we are in that position eventually, we have to send ourselves forth because we have a destiny to serve only Hashem, not to be in a house of bondage. We can't forget that our gullus is a gullus. We have to recognize that there is a future and that we have to feel the feeling that we have of being slaves, what that means to suffer in gullus, we have to latch on to that inspiration and realize that we don't want to be here and not lose sight of the fact that we don't want to be here and we don't ever want to be there again. If chas v'shalom, it should happen, that we go from one gullus to the next. If we ever have to be Hebrew slaves again, no, there is a mitzvah of shiluach avadim which reminds us that we have a destiny of serving only Hashem, of being redeemed and leaving our gullus. So we have, once again, not losing hold of the inspiration that we have right now, acting right now. Lesson number two, being sensitive and empathizing with other people and with their feelings, using our experiences to relate to the feelings of others. And lesson number three, that in fact, sometimes we do need that kick. Sometimes we do need that reminder that we have to leave our godless, because Vazrat Hashem, eventually, there will be a gu'ula in the era